I make this as an offering to the three treasures of the true Buddhism of the sowing and pray that the beneficiaries power and influence ever more widely prevail. Nam yo ho renge kyo Nam yo ho renge kyo Nam yo ho renge kyo Welcome back to Soka Gakkai, Becoming Nietzsche and Shoshu member. I'm your host, Zan Zan, or Alexander, AJ, anything you want to say. Just not late for going, yo. Anyway. We're actually going to be doing some reading today of the major writings of Nietzsche and Daishonin, Volume 3. Nietzsche and Shoshu International Center published this in 1985, I believe, yes. Although the teachings inside are timeless. These, um... These letters were written in the 13th century to disciples of Nietzsche and Daishonin. And, well, let's just back up here. Any SGI members out there? Raise your hand. No? I can see you. Just kidding. <laughs> Where does the scroll come from that you chant to? The one that you have in your altar? Where did it come from? Did a priest make it? Did someone push a button and did it get made on a machine? Was it uh, made by Daisaku Ikeda? Who knows? Who made it? Anybody know? A lot of people say, oh, it works. What does that mean? What works about it? Is it manifestation? Is that what you're after? You can chant for something and it happens? Because I'll tell you what, that's not, <laughs> that's not what it's all about for sure. I mean, I don't know what it's all about. I am probably one of the last people to, that knows anything about this practice. I just read a lot and I share it with all of you. And I have to say, when I read and I ask questions about what where the origins are of things. The origin of the scroll is supposed to be the Daigohonzon. Supposed to be the Daigohonzon and a lot more than that. That's in Japan. That's at the base of Mount Fuji, the head temple Taisekiji. So I know where that source is for the Gohonzons that are within Nichiren and Shoshu that are still connected to the high priest, the chief priest, branch temples, head temple, all of that beautiful harmony. It's, I get that a little bit more now than a few years ago. And although the SGI scroll becomes more mysterious, the more I think about it. And I just, I want to ask anybody out there if they haven't answered. Where does it come, who makes it? Where's it? The reason is because the life force of the person who makes it is the life force that you're going to get when you fuse with it. And you're told to fuse with it or chant in front of it, or chant nam myoho renge kyo in front of it. And it, that, just throws a, that just throws a bunch of confusion into this Buddhism of the sowing. It makes it into Ikeda-ism. When you remove the scroll from its origins and you create a whole other backstory and a whole other... So there's even, like, no, there's like no story. No one has a story about it. They just, somehow they chant to it and things happen. They, they read the Ikeda books and that's what they, they're okay with doing. I was one of them for 10 years. I'm not just uh, saying falsities here um, I often talk about my own practice <laughs> without saying I am on this show uh, of old my old practice of my own practice of old anyway because I about a year and a half almost two years in practicing Nichiren Shoshu and wow totally different the internal benefits are long lasting and deep whereas before in the SG I didn't really feel much on the inside changing it was always Kind of like, okay, you gotta win, victory, oh, yay, oh. there are always shallow victories and not long lived. And that was just 10 years that I did, you know. 10 years is nothing in the grand scheme of things. So here we are, gonna read out of the major writings of Nietzsche and Daishon, translated by Nietzsche and Shoshu. 
Letter to Misawa, page 251, for those who have this wonderfully small, pocket-sized, almost red book. Quote, Please tell the people of Suruga that they should unite firmly in faith. I have received your offerings of a hundred oranges, kelp, green lava, ogo, and other produce which you took trouble of sending to me in this remote mountainous place. I have also received the quilted robe made by Utsubusa Noama. I have read your letter most attentively. Although the people who study Buddhism outnumber the dust particles of the earth, those who actually become Buddhas are fewer than the number of dust particles one can place on his fingernail. This the Lord, Bu the Lord Buddha Shakyamuni clearly stayed, states in the Nirvana Sutra. On reading it, I wondered why it should be so difficult, but after some thought, I realized the most plausible answer. Although one studies Buddhism, it is difficult to practice it correctly because of the foolishness of his mind, or because, even though one may be wise, he follows an evil teacher and fails to realize that he is being misled. Moreover, even though one may encounter a good teacher and the sutra of the true teaching and thereby learn the true law, invitably... At the time when he resolves to free himself from the sufferings of birth and death and attain Buddhahood, he will encounter the three obstacles and four devils. Just as surely as a shadow follows the body and rain is accompanied by clouds, even if you should manage to overcome the first six, if you are defeated by the seventh, you will not be able to become a Buddha. Let us leave the first six for now. The seventh is caused by the devil king of the sixth heaven. When a common mortal of the latter day of the law is ready to attain Buddhahood, Having realized the true meaning of all the Buddhist teachings and understood the profound teaching of the Makashikan, this devil is greatly surprised. He says to himself, This is most vexing. If I allow this person to remain in my domain, he will not only free himself from the sufferings of birth and death, but lead others to enlightenment as well. Moreover, he will take over my realm and change it into a pure land. What shall I do? The devil then summons all his underlings from the threefold world of desire, form, and formlessness, and tells them, Each of you now go and harass that votary according to your respective skills. If you should fail to make him abandon his Buddhist practice, then enter into the minds of his disciples, patrons, and the people of his land, and thus try to persuade or threaten him. If these attempts are also unsuccessful, I myself will go down and enter the mind and body of his sovereign to persecute that votary. Together, how can we fail to prevent him from attaining Buddhahood? I, Nietzschean, have long been aware of all this, and therefore know how difficult it is for a common mortal of the latter day of the, to become a Buddha in this lifetime. The sutras describe in many places how Shakyamuni Buddha attained enlightenment, and the obstacles he suffered because of the devil of the sixth heaven seem absolutely unbearable. The fiendish acts of Devadatta and of King Ajatashatru were due solely to the workings of that devil. The Lotus Sutra says, quote, Since hatred and jealousy abound even during the lifetime of the Buddha, how much worse will it be in the world after his passing? End quote. A common mortal like Nichiren would not be able to bear any of Lord Buddha Shakyamuni's sufferings for a single day or even for a single moment, let alone all the various persecutions which befell him during a period of more than 50 years. Moreover, it is taught that in the latter day of the law, persecutions will be 10 billion times greater than those in Shakyamuni's day. I wondered how I could possibly withstand them. 
A sage, however, is said to be capable of predicting what will occur in the future. With regard to the three periods of past, present, and future, an understanding of the future is the mark of a true sage. I, Nichiren, may not be a sage, but I have for some time known that Japan would in our day bring ruin upon itself because of its attachment to heretical teachings. I knew that if I dared to say this openly, then surely I must be the votary of the Lotus Sutra whom the Buddha prophesied would appear after his death and fulfill the Buddha's teaching. How, quote, how much worse will it be in the world after his passing, end quote. But if, though knowing what the future holds, I remained silent, I would be condemned to be born a mute or a stutterer in lifetime after lifetime. I myself would become a great enemy of the Lord Shakyamuni and a traitor to the ruler of Japan. After death, I would fall into the great citadel of the hell of incessant suffering. For years, therefore, I have continually admonished myself that even though I might lack food or clothing, or be rebuked by my parents, brothers, teachers, and friends, or be persecuted by the ruler and all the people, if I were going to waver even in the slightest on that account, I would have done better never to have spoken out in the first place. Since the infinite past, I may have met the Lotus Sutra several times and set my heart on attaining enlightenment. However, while I may have been able to bear one or two minor difficulties, I must have given up when faced with a succession of great obstacles. In this life, I knew that if I were truly resolved to withstand the harshest trials, then I must speak out. This I did, and I encountered major persecutions one after another, just as the Sutra predicts. My resolution is now inflexible. Determined to endure any hardship, I have fulfilled the Buddha's prediction, and I have no doubt that I am the votary of the Lotus Sutra. Now I am living here in these desolate mountains and forests. Even if you should abandon your faith in the Lotus Sutra, how could I regard as strangers people who, if only for a day or even for a moment, have helped me survive? Never have I cared what happened to me personally. I promised that no matter what might befall me, I would maintain my faith without regressing. And if I became a Buddha, I would lead all of you to enlightenment. You have less knowledge of Buddhism than I, and moreover you are lay believers with lands, families, and retainers. Therefore, it may be extremely difficult for you to sustain your faith throughout life. This is, why I, this is why I have always told you that because of your position, it would be better to feign ignorance of this teaching. No matter what may happen in the future, be assured that I will never forsake or neglect you. As for my teachings, regard those before my exile to Sado as equivalent to the Buddha's pre-Lotus Sutra teachings. I had thought that if the ruler of this country desired to govern well, he would summon the priests of the Shingon sect for an open debate with me, and that on that occasion I would reveal for the first time the true teaching of supreme importance. Before my exile, I withheld this teaching even from my disciples for fear that if I should tell them, even in confidence, they might inadvertently disclose it to the Shingon priests who would then avoid the debate. This is why I refrained from revealing the true teaching to all of you as well. Then... On the night of the twelfth day of the ninth month in the eighth year of Bunai, 1271, I was very nearly beheaded at Tatsunokuchi. From that time, I felt pity for my followers because I had not yet revealed the true teaching to any of them. With this in mind, I secretly conveyed my teachings to my disciples from the province of Sado. After the Buddha's death, great scholars and teachers of Buddhism, such as Mahakashyapa, Ananda, Nagarjuna, Vasubandhu, Tentai, Myalu, Dengyo, and Gishin, 
knew this teaching, but kept it in their hearts and did not express it in words. The reason was that the Buddha had forbidden them to spread it, stating, quote, After my death, this great law should not be revealed until the latter day of the law arrives, end quote. I, Nichiren, may not be an envoy sent by the Buddha, but my appearance in this world coincides with the age of the latter day. Moreover, quite unexpectedly, I came to realize this teaching, which I now expound to prepare the way for a sage. With the appearance of this teaching, all the teachings advocated by the scholars and teachers of Buddhism during the former and middle days of the law will be like stars after sunrise, or an awkward apprentice beside a skilled craftsman. It is predicted that once this law is revealed in this era, the Buddha images as well as the priests of the temples built in the former and middle days of the law lose their power to benefit people, and only this one great law shall spread all over the world. Since all of you have a bond with this teaching, you should feel reassured. Witsubusa came a long distance to visit me despite her advanced age, but since I was told that it was merely a causal visit on her way back from the shrine of her ancestors, I would not see her, although I pitied her greatly. Had I permitted her to see me, I would have been allowing her to commit slander against Lotus Sutra. The reason is that all gods are subjects, and the Lotus Sutra is their lord. It is against even the code of society to visit one's lord on the way back from calling on one of his subjects. Moreover, Utsubusa is a nun, follower of the Buddha. She should have the Buddha foremost in mind, because she made this and other mistakes as well. I refuse to see her. She was not the only one, however. I refuse to see many others who stop by to visit me on their return from the hot springs resort in Shimobe. Utsubusa is the same age that my parents would be. I feel deeply sorry to have disappointed her, but I want her to understand this point. After you came here to see me the year before last, I received word, true or not, I do not know, that you were ill, and I wanted to send a messenger to inquire after you. However, my disciples said that much as they understood how I felt, they advised against it, as it might embarrass you. Therefore, I abandoned the idea, acknowledging that such is the way of the world. I thought that if you were really ill, you would inform me, since you have always been sincere and faithful. I did not hear from you, however, so I myself deliberately refrained from inquiring after you, although I have been anxious about you all this time. Change is the way of all things, but last year and this year, too, the world has changed so greatly that I feared I might not be able to see you anymore. Just when I was longing to hear from you, your letter arrived. Nothing could have given me greater pleasure. Please tell the Lady Utsubusa about all that I have written here. I would like to explain further about my teaching, but this letter is already too long. Earlier I mentioned the Zen, Nimbutsu, and Ritsu sects. However, of the many sects of Buddhism, Shingon is the very teaching which brought ruin upon China and will destroy Japan as well. Not only were six priests, Shan Wu Wei, Ching Kang Chi, and Puk Kung of China, and Kobo, Chikako, and Chisho of Japan confused as to the relative superiority of the Lotus Sutra and the Three Sutras of Dainichi, but also the first three made false objects of worship representing the two worlds, and misled people to believe that these mandalas had originated in India. Being so deceived, the latter three priests learned the doctrines of Shingon, brought them to Japan, and spread them throughout the land, from the ruler down to the common people. Emperor Song of China lost his, his empire because of the Shingon doctrines, and our country is also steadily declining. The retired 82nd Emperor Gotoba was robbed of his power, 
by the Kamakura government despite Bodhisattva Hachiman's oath to protect 100 successive rulers. This misfortune was solely the result of the prayers offered by eminent priests who followed the three Shingon priests, Kobo and the others, on behalf of the imperial court. These evil prayers, quote, returned to the originators, unquote. Because the Kamakura Shogunate attacked the evil doctrine of Shingon and its evil men, it might have ruled over land. It might have ruled our land for eighteen generations more, in accordance with the oath of Bodhisattva Hachiman. However, it has now turned to the men of the same evil doctrine it once opposed. Therefore, as Japan no longer has a ruler worthy of protection, Bonten Taishaku, the gods of the sun and moon and the four heavenly kings, have replied to this slander by ordering a foreign country to invade Japan. They have also dispatched the votary of Lotus Sutra as their envoy. The ruler, however, does not heed his warnings. On the contrary, he sides with the evil priests, thus creating chaos in both religious and secular realms. As a result, he has become a formidable enemy of the Lotus Sutra, and as his slander has long continued, this country is on the verge of ruin. Today's epidemic is no less than the harbinger of defeat in a great war which is to come. How pitiful! How tragic. Nichiren, the 23rd day of the second month. I'm going to read the background now. Nichiren Daishonen wrote this letter on February 23rd, 1278, the year before his inscription of the Daigohonzon. The letter is sometimes referred to as Before and After Sado, because it mentions a, dis a distinct difference between the teachings that Daishonen expounded before his exile to Sado Island and those he revealed during and after that incident. This gosho is generally thought to have been addressed to Misawa Kojiro, though, according to another account, it may have been sent to his grandson, Misawa Masahiro. In any event, the, re the recipient was one of the Daishonen's lay followers who lived in Fuji District in Shuruga Province. No detailed information about him is available. The contents of this letter suggest that he was lord of a manor and that, as such, he avoided open communication with the Daishonen for fear that the Kamakura government might find out and bring pressure to bear upon him. It would seem that he was never as devoted to the Daishonen as Shijo Kingo or the Ikigami brothers. Nevertheless, the Daishonen was always concerned about him and gave him warm encouragement on what few opportunities he had, while refraining from any action that might cause Misawa embarrassment. In this letter, he also relays encouragement to other believers through Misawa. Nijirin Daishonin begins this letter by acknowledging the recipient of offerings and me, the, the receipt of offerings, and then dwells on the extreme difficulty of practicing Buddhism correctly. Even though one meets and learns the true law when he is about to attain Buddhahood, the three obstacles and four devils will emerge and attempt to prevent him from doing so. The worst of those obstructions are the persecutions which the devil of the sixth heaven inflicts on the votary of the Lotus Sutra, quoting the passage from the Hoshi, 10th chapter of the Lotus Sutra, quote, Since hatred and jealousy toward this sutra abound, even during the lifetime of the Buddha, how much worse will it be in the world after his death, end quote. The Daishonin equates this passage with the persecutions he himself experienced, thus indicating that he is the votary of the Lotus Sutra in the latter day of the law. After assuring Misawa that he will never forsake him no matter what may happen, the Daishonin makes the remark, quote, As for my teachings, regard those before my exile to Sado as equivalent to the Buddha's pre-Lotus Sutra teachings, end quote. By this he means that he had not revealed the teaching of the object of worship, the three great secret laws, the purpose of his appearance in this world, until after he underwent the persecution at Tatsunokuchi on September 12, 1271, and was subsequently exiled to Sado. 
Nichiren Daishonin established his Buddhism on April 28, 1253. He spent the 18 years from that time until the Sado exile propagating Nam-myoho-renge-kyo in his transient capacity as Bodhisattva Jogyo. He ex by experiencing the Tatsunakuchi persecution and the, e the Sado exile, he fulfilled the prediction in the Kanji 13th chapter of the Lotus Sutra to the effect that those who propagate this sutra in the latter day of the law will be attacked with swords and stabs and will be banished again and again. He had proved to the world that he was the votary of the sutra. He therefore discarded his transient status as Bodhisattva Jogyo and revealed his true identity as the original Buddha from time without beginning. On the island of Sado, now in his capacity as the Buddha of the latter day of the law, Nichiren Daishonin began to secretly convey his true teaching, which he had withheld before his exile. This teaching is revealed in the two most important of his writings, The Opening of the Eyes, completed in February 1272, and The True Object of Worship, written in April of the following year. In this letter to Misawa, after explaining the difference between the pre- and post-Sado teachings and encouraging Misawa, the Daishonin states that he refused to meet Utsubusa and others who had come to visit him as an afterthought on their way back from doing matters quite unrelated to true Buddhism. Believers must think, before anything else, of the original Buddha and his teachings. For a believer of such long-standing faith as Utsubusa, to relegate them to a secondary position amounts to slander. The Daishonin's refusal was an expression of his mercy, for by seeing his visitors he would have allowed them to commit this disrespect. In many places in the Gosho, the Daishonin strictly warns against slander, so that believers will not be able so that believers will be able to practice correctly. The Daishonin concludes by denouncing the Shingon sect and its priests. Before the Sado exile, he primarily refuted errors of the Zen, Nembutsu, and Ritsu sects. During and after his exile, however, he chose Shingon as his main target of attack. At that time, Japan faced the threat of another invasion by the Mongols and the Kamakura government had ordered the Shingon priest to pray for rain. The Daishonin had criticized Shingon before, as a misleading doctrine that was ruining the nation, but this time he was also concerned about paving the way for establishing the true object of worship. He considered refutation of the Shingon errors essential, because the Shingon sect had preceded him in inscribing mandalas as objects of worship. That's the end of that background in that go show. That's also one of my favorite go shows. I feel like I'm reading it for the first time here in Nietzsche and Shoshu. And similarly to how the Shingon is the focal point of attack after Sato, well, the SGI is a focal point of this podcast because. They have mandalas that resemble, they resemble the real deal. However, they are causing the ruin of the nation, right? We just read about this 13th century stuff similarly happening here again. But even more confusingly. <laughs> so, hey, thanks for sharing and listening and enjoying. All of your questions are wonderfully, I'm sure, fielded by Nichiren Shoshu priesthood. You can call the temples and ask questions. You can email the temples and ask questions. They are great. They send articles. They d dialogue with you. I mean, it's really just a cool.
cool thing to have the opportunity. Whether you're a Hokeiko member or not. I was an SGI member and I'd call and ask a bunch of questions. They patiently answered them. No matter how difficult I thought they were. No matter how even rude I felt they might be to ask. I felt I needed it cleared up so that I didn't have the misinformation. Or just the one-sided information. That, you know, once you have both sides, you can make a, a decision for yourself. That's what I really like about the, like the truth, you know, having something be true and have it be blaringly true as opposed to something that's trying to imitate it that's fake, like, like, like Bizarro Superman or, or actual twins when they're side by side, you can kind of tell the difference a lot of the time, um, especially with Bizarro Superman. Although if you're just looking at one, it, it may be more difficult. All right. Here's for learning. Thanks again. Nam yo ho renge kyo. Nam yo ho renge kyo. Nam yo ho renge kyo. Here's a little silly outro music. Chant the Daimoku. of you wanting the numbers of the Nichiren Shoshu temples here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones. I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple, phone number 323-565-2888. New York area, Myosetsuji Temple, phone number 718-961-7269. Hawaii home... Hawaii Honsaiji Temple, I believe, 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple, that's the temple I belong to, woohoo! Uh, 510-222-8372. Washington, D.C. area, Washington, Washington D.C. area, Myosenji Temple, 301-593-9397. Vancouver area, Myoshoji Temple, 604-580-3993. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is 115581-8215. Thank you. And please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, seek the law.